This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys here, proud sponsor of the Universal After Dark podcast. How would you like to be among some of the first guests to stay at Universal's new property, the Aventura Hotel? Aventura opens this August and is another great option to consider when staying at Universal. You can get early entry benefits, transportation to and from all the parks, and have views of any of the three parks. At the end of a long day, have a drink in style on the new rooftop bar. Book a four-night stay with me to get 20% off your stay with rates as low as $116 per night along with a $50 food and drink credit. You must book by June 15th and travel dates are August 16th through December 20th. Mention this ad to stack your savings and get $25 off your deposit. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com or any social media at WPMagicJourneys. Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Five. Hello and welcome. Is that five? Was that okay? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> is this how every podcast <laughs> your host is going to be? Oh, if you've not heard so ego, if you've good. not heard ego yet, like ego's intro is is legendary. The latest ego. Go, Hello. Go listen to that. Hello. Good evening. And welcome to this very special Universal After Dark. Tonight, I'm specially um, joined by our Luke in the parks. He's actually oh. in Universal. Yes, right now, sitting on the concrete. Oh, jammy. <laughs> um, we've also got the Ripples. Ripples in the hizzle. <laughs> Ripples in the hizzle, <laughs> slizzle in the schmizzle. Uh, we've got a soap dish. A up, Chuck. Soon to be an ex soap dish. And we've got Mr. D. Hello there. I thought I was going to get something different this week. I know. Like, oh, done so yet. well with Luke and, and Chris. He's, he's, been, he's in the telly room of the nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you, now, you wish, now you wish you're not, didn't you? <laughs> into that one. So, let's crack on because Luke's on a, a budget here. What <laughs> is everyone drinking? Luke? Uh, right now, nothing. But I will be having vitamin water, peach tea from the freestyle machines here. Ah, uh, the freestyles. <laughs> Every time. Freestyle. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. What is um, Mr. Ripples on? Bud Light, commercial advertising pending. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by nice. foreign. 
Dilly dilly. Uh, dilly dilly. Because <laughs> I have you just have you just screwed yours? Have you got screw top bottles? No. Okay, because I've just I've just opened my screw top bottle. It made no noise, but I can do this. That's the <laughs> that's the lid hitting the table. But the screw tops make no noise um, at all when you open them. So, uh, uh, Bud Light Dilly Mr. Dilly. D, what have you got? A nice lady has just served Horlicks in the TV lounge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, actually, I've got a vitamin drink as well. It's vitamin B, B for Budweiser. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> and, and I am also on Bud Light screw top yeah. bottles. They're so quiet, Craig, aren't they? They're really quiet. Dilly They're really dilly. quiet. <laughs> oh. Right, quiet. Right, we got Luke. We got Luke, and we wanted to. We don't want to keep Luke on for too long, so Luke's only going to be a flying appearance because he's got fun <laughs> stuff to do because he's in the park. But uh, we wanted oh, to talk to Luke about the newest attraction, which is just soft opened at Universal Studios Orlando Resort. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. We want it. Fortunately. We want a warts and all review, Luke. We want you to hold no, pull no punches. All right, I will just try to describe it the best I can. So, the soft opening. I was excited when it first was like rumored to soft open. I was excited to go on the ride. I heard mixed reviews. The queue was awesome. They had the table picnic from the last scene, or I don't know what from. I didn't see seven. I only saw one through six, but the picnic scene. With everyone there, do you do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're having they're having lunch yeah. together because they're family. Yeah, yeah. So there's that in the outside queue, and then you walk into a warehouse with all these cool cars. Um, I don't know, really know all the cars. They had a Subaru WRX. There you go. There's one that I know. Um, they had a cool truck. Didn't they have a Ford Escort? Ford um, Capri. Is that is that a truck? No, no. There's a little Ford Escort in there. I think an old-fashioned one. Okay. From um, is it the red one? I don't know what the I don't know cars that well. But (laughs) um, I'm the same. Then you go through this cool warehouse, blah blah blah, all these cool cars and stuff, and then you get to this room where there's a guy standing, kind of like the old disaster. He's got the mic and everything, and he's on the phone. He's like, "Hey, welcome to the warehouse." And then Dom's wife from the movie, Vin Diesel, his character's wife shows up on the screen and starts skeptical-calling them and says how the room you're in is the family room. So welcome to the family. <laughs> so that, uh, yeah. And then, and then um, uh, what's his face? Taz shows up and the guy goes, what's up, Taz? Because, you know, they're tight. Um, and then he describes how the FBI is after them. So then you get sent into another room where this new guy is preparing all the blueprints and game plan of what's going to go down, telling you how you're just going to escape from the bad guy i don't know what his name is then you get into another room with the trucks and they are party buses so they got lights all over that's pretty cool you got walk into the bus it's got they got dubstep going on um and then the ride's like no longer than four minutes i'd say but i don't want to spoil anything else about the ride my review out of 10 probably a good three or four <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> I I hate to be what, so blunt, but what's the point of the two rooms, Luke? To, you know, in I... disaster, they would have pulled uh, people up to star in the show and stuff like that. But yeah. in this, you don't seem to do anything. 
Yeah, you just stand there. It's like a pre-show saying, oh, this FBI guy is after us. we got to escape. That's the whole point of the ride, right there. It's almost <laughs> like, and, I, and I'm, I, I don't know, but it's almost like they planned this attraction and they realized that they didn't have enough ride to take up the floor space. Yeah. And so they've added this stuff in because I've seen footage of the actual ride and mm-hmm. the actual ride is, it looks, I'm not, someone will confirm it, I'm sure, in the next few days, but it looks exactly the same as the Hollywood film. Like, nothing looks oh. different in it at all. Nothing Yuck. at all. Um, like, The Rock's in it. Um, Vin Diesel. Luke, I don't know is, Paul Walker's is in it. Is there a bit where they sort of go into the air? Oh, we have yeah. to jump over the bridge? Yeah. Right, yeah. well, it's the exact same and Hollywood. There's a, yeah. there's a bit when Vin Diesel... Um, uh, hangs off a helicopter and flies to the other side of the... Oh, oh yeah, God. that made me laugh. That, that gave me a good chuckle. Yeah. I mean, and, and some guy was standing in the back of a pickup truck as it was being picked up by a crane, but he was standing perfectly fine yeah, while they're going like 100 down the freeway. That's the guy with the machine gun or, you know, tank yeah. gun or whatever it is trying to shoot at you. <laughs> um, I, so the thing is, I'm probably the only person on this podcast that actually likes the Fast and Furious films. I mean, they're ridiculous, but they are an absolute guilty pleasure. Yeah. No, I'm with yeah, no, you they're, on that. They're okay. definitely good films, yeah. Yeah. But this, but I haven't seen Seven. But this attraction <laughs> just seems completely wrong. Um, like, it, it doesn't seem to fit. And it does seem that all they've done, like what they did with Kong, is they've taken that experience. And I don't know how different Kong is in Hollywood to, to the Florida version, but I, I gather it's quite similar. But... It seems like they've done same. the exact same thing. Is it the same mm-hmm. film as well? Same without the animatronic. Right. Yes, that's the only oh. bit they've added. So, this, you know, all they've done here is they've taken the last bit of the tram tour in Hollywood and stuck it in a massive building where they've had to put in two pre-shows to, yep. to pad it out. Yeah, not worth uh, Beetlejuice and Disaster, in my uh, opinion. At, at this point, I would rather have Beetlejuice and Disaster. Oh yeah, From, and I, I've been looking forward to this because I am—I I do like the films, um, and when I've seen how much it's padded out, it's almost as if it's written in the contract that they've got to have actors on that bit because they're oh. just pointless. It's just yeah, I don't... yeah. It's definitely like a good like. I mean, the building in there, AC is nice. They have fans everywhere, so that was an upside because today or yesterday was pretty hot. That's always a good side. And they do have single riders, so I will probably be on that in the future, just for the AC. <laughs> but it's, like, the thing is, like to me, something like Test Track or Radiator Spring Racers would have been a perfect, perfect. Fast and Furious oh, attraction. Yeah. It, it, like, it doesn't seem... like The idea of it doesn't seem to translate it. Now, Chris, you've been on the Hollywood version, haven't you? I have, yes. Is it Was it in 3D in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. yes. I think it was, it, yeah. It is in 3D. So why isn't it in 3D here? Because Kong works so well because it's got the depth of yeah. the screens. This doesn't... It's 2D and it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you say it looks quite flat, Luke? With that, with yeah. what Craig said there about the 3D and the 2D. Yeah, it's definitely a, more of a flatter screen because it is like the same as Kong, but the screen wasn't as big as Kong's, I think. 
But see, like the thing is, like I agree with Craig. What impresses me about Kong is the fact that when you are looking in the jungle, it looks like it goes really far back because of the depth of the three D. Mm-hmm. When you haven't got that effect, it would make it look quite flat and, and not quite as um, I don't know absorbing or something. I don't know what I'm trying to think of, but. Um, it just sounds like this is a huge missed opportunity, especially as it's one of the only franchises that Universal has at the moment. If not the only one they have. Yeah. Um, What's the the life expectancy of this? Before they break even and get the money back? I don't understand how theme park rides, you know, is it a 10-year payback? Is it a 15-year payback? Um... Most, I don't, I don't know about the payback, but I know when I was talking to um, some of the people behind Disneyland Paris that they they plan for an attraction to have a certain life expectancy, and most life expectancies of their attractions is between twenty and forty years. It's a long old time. I mean, if you like disaster, and Chris, this is where you come into play. When disaster mm. opened, because I mean it, that was obviously earthquake beforehand. Um, yeah. What's did, did earthquake open when the park opened in 1990? Oh, I thought I think it did, but I think it was down quite a bit for technical problems. Yeah, it wasn't a Jaws issue. Like it wasn't a Jaws situation, but it, it wasn't, wasn't as bad as Jaws. No, yeah. but but I, I think I think it was one of the opening day attractions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you say if you say that, so. That means that by the time that that finally got pulled out for this attraction, it was almost 30 years old. 27 well, years old or so. 26 yeah, years old. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably about on a par of what they expect. Um, so, Luke, have you got some clowns driving past you at the moment? <laughs> yeah, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I can just imagine Back a, a on Fast and Furious again, Luke. <laughs> yeah, it's Vin Diesel honking on the it's horn. Kind of slow and <laughs> slow and slightly angry. <laughs> yeah, the mild and the quickly. <laughs> oh wait, other way around, you know. <laughs> um, but like, so you know that that's probably what the expectancy is. I'd imagine, Craig. I reckon that they expect an attraction like that to be around for a good, you know, twenty years or so. I I just can't fathom why when they've got so much money at their disposal that they keep making these giant mistakes I mean they've got other properties they could be using like obviously Nintendo or Jurassic World but instead they're going for like Jimmy Fallon who at the moment is not getting the ratings they're going for Fast and the Furious which is a complete carbon copy almost of the one in Hollywood and that is yeah um, and then King Kong, which was a huge mistake because they didn't even release the film in the end. Yeah. I mean, I'm still glad so, that that attraction exists, but that's because of my love for Kong. But in the grand scheme yeah. of things, it does seem a bit short-sighted because, like you say, they never even released a film that they were supposed to theme it around. It, it, I mean, it seems like Universal peaked with Spider-Man and they haven't done anything other than Potter that's been any good since. Well, I, I'm sure we'll probably talk about that and elaborate about that a bit later on. But Luke, um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we let you go off and explore the parks? Um, there will be a Disney video up soon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Whoa. 
Yeah, so that will it, – it's already edited, but I'm going to wait till uh, tomorrow or something to post it. Luke, is Amanda just got a bottle or a, a pint of lager in her hand in every shot of every video? <laughs> just about. <laughs> and is it Bud Light? Of course. Oh. <laughs> Are you going up to, to meet her today? Yeah, there. I think she's leaving SeaWorld now, so and then we're just gonna hang out at Universal. What are they in SeaWorld for? Beer. Um, oh, beer. Beer. <laughs> Bud Light and a dolphin sandwich. Oh <laughs> God! <laughs> you, you can just get that at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke, give uh, give Amanda and her brother a big kiss from us, and. All right. uh, if she uh, if she wants to record anything, get her to give us a bell, and we'll gladly have her on. But tell them to have a lovely time. Definitely, yes, I will. And Thanks enjoy... for having me on. Enjoy the rest <laughs> of your day, Luke. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you. Thanks, Luke. Luke. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. Glad he's gone. Oh, he took <laughs> my was, head in that lad. That was, uh, <laughs> by the way, for anyone that doesn't, well, no, I, I mean, a lot of people won't have met Luke. Luke is probably the nicest person, you know. Oh, he's, he's brilliant. just the best. Oh, he's amazing. That is a joke. And he's always got, he's always got biscuits on him. Nice, his mate. <laughs> oh, his dad is me. I think that's Ashton. Oh, yeah. He's, he's boss as well. He's yeah. a good lad. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's pretty damning. Like, a, a three out of ten. Now, this, like... That ride is for Luke's age bracket. You know mm. what I mean? The 18, 19-year-old man who's a petrol head, who's got a car, who likes the Fast and Furious films, and he's like, meh. It does make you wonder who it's aimed at. It does make you wonder that, I think. When mm. when this ride to walk on... I mean, people have turned on Jimmy Fallon within a year, haven't they? They've turned on the ride... I I still enjoy the ride. Um, I have, I'm obviously not going to go back until next August, but people in the last year have now are now mocking it. I don't think it's taken a year, Craig. People were mocking it pretty much once it opened. Well, yeah, but you know the the, the people like myself and Amanda enjoy the ride. Mm. It'll be interesting to see how I feel about it when I go back next year. I mean, I I, I quite yeah. liked it, but I mean at the same time. And this is kind of going to what Chris was saying. Um, you know, you do wonder sometimes what goes through the heads with what they can actually use. So, Chris, I mean, if you had... So, they've taken out Beetlejuice. They've taken out mm. Disaster, right? Yeah, they Both of them are people eaters. Yeah, that's true. True. But they've just they've taken those out and they've decided, you know what, we're not sure what we're going to put in here yet. What franchise do you put in there? Oh, that's that is a that is a difficult question because at the moment Disney's buying up all the other franchises. But uh, it's because <laughs> Universal can't get a franchise. You know, is it the franchise though, or is it all the rides are the same? Because you got you got Fallon, you got Transformers, and obviously I haven't read haven't ridden Fast and Furious, but I've seen stuff about it, and it they're all kind of screen based. Car chase type well, 
action. They are, and the thing is, like that, and that's that's an interesting point, right? Because I I still think Spider Man is one of the best theme park attractions in the world right now. Agreed, yeah. And it's and it's nineteen years old, right? Now Transformers is almost a carbon copy, scene to scene, Spider Man, in terms of the motions you go through. It's almost identical. In fact, I reckon if you had both ride footages together at the same time, like what's going on on the screen, it's identical, right? Then you've got um, Kong, and you've now got the Fast and Furious, and they are again basically the same attraction. The, one's the, in the one problem... park, one's in the other part. That's the that's the only difference. I mean, totally agree. The the problem is with both of those rides. I mean, less so with Kong, but more with this Fast and the Furious ride. Is in it's built for Hollywood, where you're in that stupid tram, and it doesn't move very fast. It doesn't maneuver. It doesn't do very much at all. So why copy the tram from Hollywood? Why didn't they copy like Radiator Springs? That's it. That's it from Disneyland. That's what I'm saying. So, like... You know, or test track. You know, you've got the money, you've got the resources, you've got the bloody space, but no, they put this stupid tram in. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, I don't. I've never seen the show building for test track. Like, I've never seen it from an aerial point of view, so I don't know how big it is. In uh, like, it goes inside. Because um, mm. you imagine it, it must be in quite a fairly big building, so yeah. they may not have had the space to do those things but you would have thought that if they don't there's no point just putting a ride in for the sake of putting a ride in do you know what it looks like to me that big building that big show building that they've built that to me looks like it's a garage and then these two acted areas basically look like the disaster acted areas right and is it my imagination, or is these new disco trams that they've got just the old tram vehicles that have been stripped back and rebuilt and all the track systems still the same as was in disaster? Is this a, <laughs> is this a frozen? Uh, it's not, right? But I'll tell you what, it bloody looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah. They, they demolished that building they and built a brand new it. building that just so happens is exactly the same as the bloody building they demolished. <laughs> What is the point of that? But like the thing is, like going back to the, the Transformers thing, right? Now, I couldn't understand when they brought it over to Orlando because they had Spider-Man. Now, the reason why Hollywood had Transformers, as I understood it, is because they didn't have Spider-Man. Yeah. So why would you put an identical attraction? Now, Craig prefers Transformers to Spider-Man. I don't. But even Craig, you've got to admit they're very, very similar rides. Well, the, the basically, I I said this to you when we were over there. I talked you through Transformers as if it was Spider Man, mm. and and you your mind was blown. You literally went now. Spider Man's in my top five rides, as is Transformers, as is the two Potters, as is well, in my top six. Spider Man's probably my number two or me, but I, I just prefer Transformers at the moment. But next week it might be Spider Man. But if anybody has be, ever been able to splice together them two films, I would just be very interested. Now, Transformers is a bigger building and it goes up. A level, and you don't even notice the lift. It, that's one of the cleverest things about the whole attraction is you don't notice the fact that you you go up in a lift. 
Very but well it is it is recycling. They've they've got the the rights to that ride mechanism, so they're using they're using what they've got, and they're doing it again with Kong and Fast and the Furious. But why are they doing it in the same? I know it's I know Universal Studios and Islands Adventure are different parts, but they're parks that you can walk in between. Like you can go on Transformers and you can go on Spider Man within about half an hour of each other if you rushed. But the thing, yeah. But the thing is that I don't understand. Is, yeah, but when you Five consider minutes. that three quarters of everybody that goes through those gates has got their via an aeroplane, why would you put duplicate attractions in both Hollywood and Orlando? I, I mean, Disney's just as guilty as this. Mm. Why would you do that? Particularly with Universal, why would you put an identical Transformers in Hollywood and an identical one in Orlando, and then just pack out the one for Fast and Furious in Hollywood? And pack out the Kong in, in Orlando. I mean, why why would you do that when you could put unique attractions in Hollywood, unique attractions in Orlando, and make people want to visit both? But this is what I'm saying. Like the thing is, what can they put in there? Now they don't have to necessarily be front. You know, Jaws. Although there was four Jaws films, no one well, really a... cares about four Jaws films. They care about the first one, right? They've got all the DreamWorks if they want. Well, they, they've, got, now. they've got that now, but they are not going to put in a DreamWorks attra- attraction in the middle of Universal Studios. They're going to put a third gate, or they're going to have a whole area devoted to it. They're not going to put one attraction in the middle of nowhere. The only positive thing about the Fast and Furious is the location of it kind of makes sense from a theming point of view, which is the purpose of a theme park, right? But it, like it just, it, it's trying to think of what else they've got, because obviously last year was supposed to be the year that the the dark universe kicked off, mm. and that was a complete damp squib. Was it that, oh, that went nowhere? Just go back in time, right, and give us a haunted mansion. Give us an omni. Just steal it directly from Disney. Put an omni mover in it. It's a people eater, and have all the classic monsters, animatronics in there. But the problem is, it's a like that is not a terrible idea. But it's the same; it's the exact same story of you. It, it's it's a it's brand awareness, right? And it's what we say about the Twilight Zone is that, regrettably, people don't know those characters. And of course, my they understanding do. my understanding of the dark universe was to bring all these characters back for a new generation and it's fallen on its face you come out the womb knowing who Dracula is and <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein but, is yeah, it's like I the Beatles, know... you know every Beatles song right, but how many different born. types how many, well, you do in Liverpool but how many types of Dracula or Frankenstein of Wolfman have there been there's not been one there's been so many different versions, modern versions, Blackula. That that that's because having written about these, is they don't actually own any copyrights with those of characters. Of course not. They have so they are Universal monsters because it exactly. is their interpretation of essentially yeah. public domain material. Yeah. Now, yeah. Hotel Transylvania is Sony, isn't it? Sony, yeah. Now, so just by the rights to them versions of them and put a, a kid's version in but like, it's still 
Yeah, but the problem is, and this is what Shrek's going through at the moment. The third, right? the third, the third film's about to drop now. Yeah, Hotel Transylvania three. Everyone care? knows. Who will care about Hotel Transylvania in ten years' time? Me. <laughs> what about Scooby Doo? Well, Scooby Doo's Warner, isn't it? Well, they they get in the bed with Warner a lot, don't they? Well, Scooby Doo's in the parks right now, and they yeah, still yeah. make they still make Scooby Doo cartoons. Yeah, mm. to me, that's that is an example of something they could probably use. But again, right, and that that this is the key thing. This is yet another property that Universal could borrow or buy the rights to, but don't actually own. Universal mm. really needs to try and hit some gold somewhere. Doctor Who. Oh. Doctor Who is in the they, consciousness. It's another thing that is in. You come out the womb knowing about Doctor Who. Well, no, they you have do, tried. You do in the UK. Yeah, BBC so you, are very protected. You do in America as well. But, yeah, the well, BBC won't have it. The thing yeah. is, like the the audio. You got to remember, Craig, that Doctor Who in America is shown on BBC America, and it used to be shown on PBS. So its audience isn't huge. It's it's not. Unfortunately, it, it's just not. Um, you know, I'm not saying it wouldn't it wouldn't work, but it certainly wouldn't be the buzz around it from from locals that you know the Fast and Furious would bring. They need a big Hollywood success film. That's what they need. They just don't seem to figure out what it is. The the only one they've got at the moment. Well, sorry, they got two. Technically, they got two. They've got the Fast and Furious, which they've just messed up, and they've got <laughs> um, Jason Bourne. That's, that's hasn't it. somebody hasn't somebody said about Jason Bourne could be replacing Shrek, the stunt mm, show. I believe uh, Terminator. Oh, was it Terminator? I was it? it was our very own Mr. Ripley who said that on an episode recently. Yeah, mm. Mr. Ripples in the hues. In the hues. But that, that's it. I mean, can anyone name? Any other franchises that Universal could do something with at the moment? Unfortunately, what did have the likes of Jaws, um, they've sort of cut the nose off now because to go back, it's going to be like Kong compared to. I still think the old Kong was a better ride experience than what they've got now, and what they've got now is good. So any new Jaws ride that they put out would not be as good as what they had. Well, the, the other big thing, big rumour is they're going to be doing a Minion attraction in Shrek, aren't they? That's mm. the other big... Yeah, expand that area. Mm. Yeah. And again, that makes but... sense, because you're, it's, going to, it's going to be a themed area. They couldn't stick yep. a Minions attraction would have stuck Fast and Furious. Okay, so... They stick minions in where Shrek is, and I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, but it's going to be a 4D theatre of some sort. But then across the way, you've got the, the minions ride anyway. And I know yeah. it's, it's, you know, it, but it is a minions ride for all intents and purposes because they're in 99% of it. Well, you said, I believe, Chris, you were, you were talking about it being themed around the Villains Expo. Yeah, it's something to do with that villain expo that's in the um, the Minions, uh, Minions movie. Yeah. yeah, something to do with that. I mean, it might just be that it's going to be some kind of add-on where they do those stupid, um, what do you call them, sideshows? They call them, you know, the fair, 
would they call them? You know, like. <laughs> um, like a D twenty three. No, well, no, no, like, um, like, like you, you've got them. Yeah, carny stuff. That's it. That's it. Oh God. Yeah. Like you used to have at Jaws. Yeah, yeah. And we've got the Simpsons now. Mm. Yeah. So, Chris, with the now Fast and Furious is all open and, and running and whatnot, uh, is this going to have any impact on Halloween Horror Nights this year, now that that area is, is fences down? Um, it would probably be shut for Halloween Horror Nights, knowing what they've done in the past. Uh, but it'll probably open up that area a bit more, won't it, now that that's all gone away, the fencing. Mm. Maybe so, a bit of a scare zone in there, or...? It could have a larger scare zone. That's the one thing I'm not hearing much about at the moment, is the scare zone. So I don't know really what's happening there. That's a good... Oh. That is interesting you led that discussion to Halloween Horror Nights, Craig, because I didn't know if Chris wanted to discuss the new house. Um, what, Stranger Things? No. The new house. That's New house? Stranger Things. That's last week's news. What's the new house? I thought they announced a a, a new house at the uh, horror <laughs> event that took place at the weekend. Oh no! Uh, Hollywood announced um, uh, a new scare zone that they're doing, which uh, is based zone. on yeah, yeah, which is based on the holidays, so like Christmas. Um, again, I don't think that's anything original because I think they've done a, a Christmas themed scare zone about three years on the trot now, so. And I would love to see a Christmas themed scare zone at Orlando. Mm. That would work really well. They did Halloween last year with um, Trick or Treat. Yeah. And Krampus the year before. Yeah. yeah. True. Kind of Christmassy. Mm hmm. Oh, dearie me. So, Chris, come on. What have you got? Halloween Hot Nights. What are you here? And the drums are banging. You are the ripples in the. <laughs> In the Hayus. <laughs> give it, give well, us something. I, I think you're going to get an announcement very, very soon, as in next week. That's what I'm hearing. An original or a IP? I would imagine it's probably going to be an IP. Um, they usually leave the originals till sort of later on. Just throw them um, all out at once. <laughs> yeah, they tend to do the. They tend to release the most famous thing that they got going on, which is obviously Stranger Things. Then you'll probably get like a, a an older property, like a classic house that they're going to do. Well, uh, thing, the thing, well, that, that thing seems to be being punted around on the internet. Um, and then you'll get various other houses, like the originals and things. And then usually, like last knockings before the event, you'll get another big IP announced. Is there anything like '80s horror that you you personally? would love to see I yeah well there's a few one that I would love which they want to do but they're having big troubles getting the permission is uh, Return of the Living Dead which is a real classic 80s zombie film which kind of mm. kick started the whole 80s zombie um, craze is that the one in the shopping mall no that's no, Dawn no. of the Dead Dawn of the Dead is it yeah. Okay. It's the one with the teenagers, and uh, they they uh, they got these. I um, can't remember it now. There's like a medical uh, warehouse, and they got these old uh, army drums, and one of them's got a zombie in it. 
And don't oh, they, yeah. they, they're trying to train the zombies? No, no, no. It's just like the whole town gets taken over by zombies and there's just these people trying to survive, basically. Ah, uh, right, okay. It's I like must an unofficial, it. Yeah, it's like an unofficial sequel to the, the um, original Living Dead movies, but um, it wasn't made by... Uh, Romero. Romero. Would, Mr. Mr. D, would you like to see anything? Um, what, specifically from like the 80s or, or just yeah, anything? just anything, really. Um, yeah, what? Let me just think about that. Um, uh, like, well, actually, Dawn of the Dead is a good one. Although, you probably need like really big sets to do the shopping mall. But there was some good stuff in that in that movie. Do you remember Phantasm? That was a oh, that would make a pretty those. good yeah. And it was all set in like an Undertaker's, so it's really creepy with the coffins and stuff like that. That made a pretty mm. good. Phantasm, I've, I've, I'm going to surprise you and say I've never heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a first but I'm sure I'll be able to have access to it very, very soon. Uh, <laughs> not, not and, I'll, and I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah, you, might, you need to um, watch Ace of Pet Detective first. Well, oh God, don't start me on that. <laughs> and what about you, Jay? What about you, Soap Dish? Um, I would... Uh, I, I think I would probably go for something like... I had a really good idea and I bloody forgot in it um, it wasn't the fly oh well I did think about the fly but I don't think that would make a very good house Phantasm's a good shout um, possibly house if you, no, if you remember those films no. um, or Fright Night oh Fright Night that would be a good one the Fright original a good one. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good one good call they yeah. remade it a few years ago what about the did, um, yeah. what with David Tennant <laughs> rumors to be believed um, what about right? there's been a lot of rumors um, obviously that this year you know the big IPs are going to be Stranger Things which they've announced and it's going to be it but what about mm. if they threw a complete curveball and they got the 1990 it yeah the Tim Curry one well it'd have to be a very long house but I just you know because <laughs> the film, well, it's not really a film, is it? It was a TV show. It was a, it was a very big house in the country. Two-part two miniseries. <laughs> yeah, then it was yeah. sort of cut together as a film, wasn't it? Uh, they probably shown it as a film, but it was. It was. Well, it was them as lot. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Okay, I would like to see the original Planet of the Apes done justice. What? What? Planet of the Apes. No, 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 no. I heard As a horror. Like... What are you, what's everyone laughing at? It's a horror. Well, firstly, firstly, you, you asked us about the 80s, so then you thought okay, you'd go so... back to 1968, and then you thought you'd just choose a sci-fi genre film that's not got anything horrific in it at all. But hasn't it though? Because put yourself at the point of view of a human that's mute. <laughs> actually, do you know what? It's, it's actually genius, right? <laughs> no, it is. Totally different concept though. So you've got Halloween Horror Nights in the studios and you've got Sci-Fi Nights in, in Islands of Adventure. <gasps> oh. now, now we're talking. Yeah. All right. 
Oh, all right, genius. <laughs> that's, oh, that's good. God. But the only thing, right? That's surely the whole point. Oh, I really, I just remembered what my my eighties film was going to be. My first original thought was going to be the Evil Dead. Right. Especially after having Ash, and the, Ash versus the Evil Dead, it's a little bit more mm-hmm. serious than the that that TV show is, but still comical. Um, I think um, did I I went through the Evil Dead the remake in twenty three was it Chris Cabin in the Woods as well yeah 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 cracking that mate cracking so Mister D with Halloween Horror Nights the idea is to kind of give you some jump scares as you go around so. Yeah. How how would this work? What? So, so if you the had sci- a sci-fi night, <laughs> the sci-fi night, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm assuming that you're you're basing it on the same concept as Halloween Horror Nights. So there'd be yeah. um, houses that you'd go into. Yeah, so it would have stuff. to be scary sci-fi movies. So we we've already we've already named a couple. So a quiet place in the oh. cinemas right now. That's that's a perfect one. You know what? But you could have things like. War of the Worlds or the Thing, um, so we have we have named a few, and I think when you start because sci-fi and and horror, you know they kind of blur, don't they? So Alien, mm-hmm. an Alien House, mm-hmm. Tremors, Plan B from mm. Outer Space, Plan Nine from Outer <laughs> Space. Uh, that's that's pretty scary. You know, before, I do think though. Before, I mean, we, go, hang on, before that, we go off on that, sorry. Before we go off on that. Just because you mentioned it's a D, a quiet place. Right. Right? I take it you've seen it. Uh-huh, yeah. Really enjoyed it? Yeah, really enjoyed it. Thought it was excellent. Did. Do you think, because after seeing it, that that I was thinking about it, because, I mean, this, this film has been a monster. It is blowing the box office away at the moment. And I did think, could they do it at Halloween Horror Nights? Do you think they could get away with doing it as a house at Halloween Horror Nights? I think they could. I think it would really challenge them, though, because mm. one of the... If you've seen the film, I'm not going to... No spoilers, but obviously it's a quiet place. So there's big sections in the film where there's not a lot of noise. But you could integrate that as a concept in the house. Maybe not the whole house, but there could be an area in it where, if, where it actually is hard to not make a noise, you know, like squeaky floorboards or something like that. Mm. But if you make a noise, then it, it triggers the scare actor. Mm. Couldn't you use the technology that cancels out noise? Do you remember Arsenal did it when they, had, when, they were, when they knocked down one of the stands and they were piping through the noise from the other fans singing to, the, to make an atmosphere? Can't, isn't it the technology, the noise-canceling headphones... But couldn't you muffle so the people are going through, but it's actually silent? Some of our listeners right now are hoping that that technology is really effective. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a bad show, actually. Yeah. But I did, yeah. Watch, I did watch that film and just thought, on the one hand, this would make a fantastic house. And on the other yeah. hand, it could make a terrible house. I was very, yeah, very it's... torn on mm-hmm. if they could use it as a concept, but it's been such a big hit. I'd be yeah. surprised. Like Natalie and Brulia. Yes, just like Natalie and Brulia. Um <laughs> took me a while. Apologies. But I mean it is, I mean because it's been such a big hit, um I do think they might try and take a punt on it. Yeah. Not this year, yeah, but think, for next year. 
I think they'd have to get. I mean, they'd have to use all their creator powers to make it. You know, you you could make it a scary house, but it wouldn't be representative of the quiet place, the movie, unless somehow, you know, they they did something around sound. Mm. Yeah, I do recommend that mm. to both you and uh, to to Chris and Craig to to see yeah. if you can, um, and just don't go in eating popcorn. No, take take a soft white roll yeah. or, or some marshmallows. <laughs> or some, no, not even soup, really. That might be a bit nah, slurpy. No, nah, not soup. Flumps. Flumps are okay. Where's his original? Yeah. Just nah, like that. Too, yeah, too much clacking off the teeth. Tastes like, tastes like Grandpa's Pocket, though, doesn't it? Well, it was original. <laughs> horrible things. Um, but, you see, this, this is why horror is is big right now. It costs seventeen million to make, and it's made one hundred and fifty-one point three million back in yeah. ten days. I think in ten days is it something like it that? Came I mean, out it, Friday week, so yeah, it's staggering. Yeah. yeah. What other genre can you make so cheaply and get such a big return on? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done um, the witch one, um, Blair Witch? Have you ever done that, Chris? No, it's kind of been suggested, but they haven't done it now. I think that... if the new, I think if the new film had been a bigger success, they might have done. That one, that original, shit me up big style. See, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was the, the one of the biggest waste of time I've ever uh, seen at cinema. <laughs> Hated it. I, I just, I, I, the thing is, I think you said before, Craig, you, you bought into all the, uh, the viral marketing for it. I yeah, didn't. Yeah. I went into the film knowing that you know it was um, like a mockumentary, but it's not a mockumentary. But you know what I mean, a fake documentary. Um, or or what about um, Six Sense? Has that ever been represented? Why? Mm, no. Because you can see dead people. Imagine <laughs> if you, imagine if you're the person who can see the dead people. Oh. They did do a house that was inside. Uh, Poseidon once and every sixth or seventh person in the queue got a torch and the house was completely pitch black other than that oh now that is majestic don't they they do a thing it's not in it's like an independent one but isn't the one like that where the whole place is completely black and you go through it absolutely in the dark it's I don't know exactly where it is. I mean, it's in it's in the Orlando area. Okay. I know there's a yeah. restaurant in London that you eat in the dark. Isn't that called Naked? On your in the <laughs> on your bollico as well. No, it's it's called <laughs> it's called Dan's Dan's Le Noir if you want to go. But um, yeah, you you eat in the pitch black. I've just done a boss idea, though, haven't I? Somebody out there now is doing that. You all just sit there naked in the dark and eat your tea. Um, I'm. What if someone gets, you know, they, they slip their their knife and fork and cut the wrong sausage? It wouldn't be much of a sausage if you were on the table, lad. Well, I say sausage. You know, I could have referred to a chipolata. So, anyway, let, let's stop talking about penises. Pass the sauce. <laughs> for, for more penis chat, you want to go and listen to Ego. So, um, going off penis chat, 
I'm still intrigued into this this sci-fi idea. So it would it would need to really be sci-fi with a a, a tinge of horror to it. So as you mm-hmm. say, things like the thing, aliens, um, Planet of the Apes, not Planet of the Apes. There's nothing <laughs> horrific about Planet of the Apes. The and, uh, apart from some of the rubber costumes back in the 1960s. Were well, a bit horrific, don't, but... Agreed. Don't forget Charlton Heston's loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> Although, if if it meant that for the live entertainment of the evening, rather than have like a Bill and Ted style show, they had stopped the Planet of the Apes I Want to Get Off the Planet of the Apes musical from The Simpsons, then I'd be all in. <laughs> oh, I've just, I've just had the boss one there. It's just gone out my head. Oh. Oh. Have, have you ever seen the, the history of Planet of the Apes? No. There was a documentary made a few years ago about it. it it's quite interesting in that every time they made a sequel, the budget got less and less and less. And literally, by the last sequel, I don't know what it was called, but by the time they got to the last sequel, literally all the actors just had, like, sacks over their heads and <laughs> and had, like, cheap Halloween masks that they'd got from, like, Target or somewhere on, on their heads. <laughs> Honestly, it's quite interesting. It's the same thing happened with Superman. Like, it started off in, like, New York, then it was L.A., and then by the time they got to Superman, was it four? It was in Watford Mil- or something. Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes, Milton yeah, because yeah, a lot of the buildings that they use in, in Superman 4 are still standing today. You can go on a Superman 4 tour if you really, you know, if he was that sad. Um, Superman 4 tour. There's yeah. a sentence I never thought of, do you? Yeah. What about, right, the last man on Earth? It's been a book, obviously, mm-hmm. and then it's been made as three films, mm-hmm. 60s, 70s, and the O's, right? The house. The yeah. Omega Man, yeah. 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 AKA the Iron house. Legend. Or you could have scare zones. You could have three scare zones representing the three films. Yeah. No, you were, you couldn't... I don't think you could get away with mixing up the films. I think you'd have to choose one. And no, no. Go with all three. Why? I mean, most of them are rubbish anyway. Which, which one was a good one? The first one. The second one. And the third no. one. What are the that three? Order. I am Legend and the Omega Man. What's the other one? Uh, the Last Man on Earth. Mm, with um, some of the 60s, it had that classic um, horror actor in. Uh, Vincent oh, God. Price. Vincent, Vincent Price, Price, yeah. Price. That's the one. Mm, that. Come on, Neville! But, I mean, classic. That, that... Come on, Jody, you're not helping. That, um, was it I Am Legend? It's terrible. Some, terrible some sure the zombies are terrible. The zombies were oh, terrible. The whole film is not great. I mean, the zombies are by far the worst bit. I mean, it's some terrible, terrible CG. But um, no, I don't. I don't think it's a good film at all. Uh, Has any of you watched um, Train from Buscan or Train to Buscan? Yes, I tried to watch it, but um, I couldn't speak the lingo, and I couldn't. I couldn't seem to get subtitles to what. Yeah. Um. It's a cracker, mate. Well, you'll, have to, you'll have to tell me how you how you got around the language barrier, unless you can speak whatever that language is. But South can... Korean, yeah, I'm fluent. Yeah? Yeah, he oh, learns yeah. it when he goes to get his fish and chips. <laughs> you know, from don't... the fish and chip shop's not a fish and chip shop. Uh, yeah, I don't is that where Elvis places? works? <laughs> he swears yeah, he's Elvis. Top tip. 
don't go to a fish and chip shop that sells curry type things. Yeah. Don't mix your don't mix your food groups. <laughs> <laughs> go to a proper fish and chip shop. See, Dolan knows. Yeah. Every, in fact, well, everyone knows except Craig. That's what it is. When you come to Liverpool. Well, no, there's it's... loads of them. So there must be other people that are doing it. But I'm, I'm just telling you, they're not those type of people on top draw, you know what I mean? I was listening to Craig defend it again last night, right? And his argument, right? This was his defence to why, in Liverpool, you don't get fish and chip shops. You get Chinese takeaways that sell fish and chips, right? His defence is it wouldn't survive selling fish and chips alone. That was his well, defense. That's, that's the tragedy of it, though, isn't it? I mean, no, that's the whole not. point. Because if that, no, if that is, was true, if that was he's true, right. Where? He's right, but it's sad. Where? It's sad right. that that is true. Right, so, yeah. so it's if like you're the fucking home, Swiss Army knife for fast food, isn't it? You if know, you're you back can... home, if you're back home, back home. Are you, so do your do fish do and do chip do shops do where do you do live are not fish and chip shops. No, what I'm saying is the majority of them are no longer fish and chip shops. There are still some dedicated fish and chip shops, and they yeah, tend to be the best ones. But for every for every one, there's like three that sell kebabs, pizzas, burgers, and kung pao chicken. I'd say, exactly. I don't, I, I don't get that around here at all. We have kebab shops, right, that's, mm-hmm. that some some sell fish and chips, but the majority of our so fish and chips... So that's the same thing, though, but the majority, just the majority, the majority of our you shops, li- the majority of our the shops, shut up, Craig, shut up, Craig. The majority of our shops sell fish and chips. Is that your That's hat? It. Would you like uh-huh. to eat it now? No. Nope. <laughs> well, what? It tastes we, better than some of that crap you eat. I was going to say it's pretty deep fried. Isn't <laughs> it? And this has been fast food after dark. <laughs> Put Cody sauce on it. Oh, God. <laughs> we, we get kebab shops that do pizzas around this way, but. Not so much fish and chips, that's but there's a few of them. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying yeah. that. Oh, there's a few of them there as well. Oh, so they're everywhere. No, 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 no. So there's a few of them. No, there's many more fish and chip shops around here. It's funny you should mention that. This Saturday, we are driving an hour and 40 minutes to Blackpool to have fish and chips. And in the Yorkshire Fisheries, the best fish and chip shop in the world. Oh, I'm not being funny. Just come to our house. I'll take you to K Tam's Chippy. <laughs> by, the, by the way, Chris, I, don't know if, I don't know if you listened to an episode of, of any of our podcasts recently, but we've, we've dropped your advert, advert for uh, HHN Unofficial, and we just play an advert now for K-Tans, located 200 yards from this podcast. What's it called? K-Tans? K-Tans. K-T-A-M-S. Yeah, you know. Located on Muirhead Avenue in Liverpool. Yeah, let me let me just let me just run this. Let me just run this across my vocal cords. Harry Ramstons, okay, Tams. To be fair, nah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one sounds more like a fish and chip shop. <laughs> to be honest, oh oh one five one two two six one zero nine four. Yes, please please prank them. But even mention so, Craig, and you'll get a free uh, battered Mars bar. You'll get a, you'll get a free gherkin. K Tams slogan is. You call it a fish and chip shop. We call it a fish and chip shop. Let's just call it a fish and chip shop. Um, right. So, sci-fi. I think that's all it is. Get battered. I think I think sci-fi like Universal might be a a winner. I think that's a good concept. Yeah, you just so. have it in the in um, summer, in August, or it's in um, July. 
I think I, uh, I think there's a lot to be said about doing more kind of events like this because hmm. obviously Universal now have uh, what's the Potter celebration called? Potterversary or something? Celebration of Harry Potter. Yeah, so they have that. Then they have was it Mardi Gras after that? Uh, yep. I think it's yeah. the next one. Mm. And then they don't really have that much on, do they, until Halloween Horror Summer, Summer concerts, whatever. Summer concerts, yeah, okay. But uh, what I'm thinking is, is well, I suppose it's, you can buy separate te- tickets for that, can't you? But, um, yeah, yeah. But what I mean is, is that, you know, like at Epcot, you have food and wine, and you have flour and wine, wine and wine, I don't know. But you get these different festivals throughout the year, which make you go when you may not have necessarily have gone. Gives you an extra incentive to go. Halloween Horror Nights is obviously incredibly popular for for Universal, but yeah. there's nothing really in between, and their Christmas celebrations are not really as well known as Disney. They, they could go for a totally unique concept, like um, like a wine and food festival. <laughs> How about um, beer and snacks? Fusion food, K-Tams. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to get shares in K-Tams. I'm going to be able to eat all the fish I want. It's not fish, mate. Oh, you mean, I'm, going to, I'm going to vlog from there next week. Do what you want. Still not a fish and chip shop. Um, yeah, beer and, beer and snacks festival. There you go. Yeah, it's not really food and wine, but you know. Oh. but I, th- I, th- I do think that Universal did not live on their legacy of of the films enough. At the end of the day, Universal is, uh, you know, from its namesake, a you know movie production company. And other than a couple of attractions, and it is really a couple of attractions, they don't really play up on the history that much. So I really think they should yeah. do. Maybe that's a way of doing it, is by by doing something that celebrates films more. Have they still got the house in California? Or house, the, the permanent, permanent house. No, it was like a, it's like a horror, horror house, so it was all the classic. No. no is that gone, is it? They've no. knocked it down and built uh, a shop, but then they also, the same year, they built uh, a Walking Dead attraction. That's so, right, yeah. Yeah. Now, again, like with that, so every year that's got that's you know the ratings for that are dropping like a rock and again yeah, that's literally. another franchise that they've bought into you know they've they've paid for that house to be there that wasn't going to be seen as like a two or three year investment that is that's for the long term maybe that's why it hasn't come to Orlando I think this is their Do biggest mistake the walking dead what about what Sorry, you I think the zombies are just taking Craig away. <laughs> you okay, Chris? Yeah, no, I was just saying, I, I think this is their biggest mistake, really, is that they seem to jump from one franchise to the other, but they don't seem to consider... Like, for example, you take the Magic Kingdom, no one's ever going to shut down Splash Mountain. I mean, no one, no one knows what the Song of the South is. No one really cares. Mm. No, no one literally under, what, 30 has ever seen that film? 
but they're never going to get rid of that ride and it's a classic attraction universal jaws was classic kong was classic you know earthquake to a point was was classic uh even like the hitchcock thing was classic I know that they need to. They haven't got much space, and they need to update things. But why are they not adding to rather than getting rid of their legacy attractions? Because the more new things they put in, the more bloody screens they have, and they're just not as authentic as those original attractions. No. No, you're right. Yeah. Every year, ride the movies seems less and less like an actual thing. Yeah. In a lot, in a lot of ways. You know, okay, Fast and Furious is a film. It's a film series, but Jimmy Fallon wasn't a film series. You know. Yeah, I mean, why go with him? I mean, his ratings aren't meant to be doing very well, are they? Well, I went with him because he's the he's on NBC. I know, but couldn't they have thought of something else to put in that building? So, uh, everyone but... complained about Twister, but the people <laughs> yeah, still feel that way now. It's a good game. It's a good game. <laughs> Especially if you want a cheap throw. You should so you, you, basically you're saying they should have replaced Twister with like the game of life. Or Monopoly. That's generation game. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what about Jurassic Park? I mean you you mentioned that earlier, Nick, but I mean Jurassic you know, the next film's just about to come out. It's huge, but they haven't well, is there any rumours about that? They haven't done anything with that. Well, there's rumours for the, the next theme park will have Jurassic World. Yeah. See, so the thing is, it, it's it's a bit of an odd one because, well, yeah, actually, Chris, I, that's what I wanted to ask you about. I'm glad that that's well done, Mr. Dave, for bringing us back as we go, we're going to close the show soon. But um, they just bought a load of real estate. Haven't they? Universe have just gone yeah. and purchased oh, a load yeah. of real estate. So how how much have they bought and what does that actually mean do you think well it's it's the, what they've actually bought and are still actually going through the process of buying right now is is huge it's massive i mean it's bigger than what they've got now oh really oh yeah and, and where is it whereabouts is it exactly it's virtually all behind the old well i say old it's fairly new convention center which is at the top of international drive and is it adjoined, a, a because I haven't done any detective work, no, no. is it adjoined to any of the land that they've already purchased? Uh, oh, yeah. So, well, some of it is. Most of it. I'd say most of it is. Right. But it's still a, a bus ride away from yeah. the, the the parks you've got now. Yeah. So, so they're going to put a monorail or some sort of uh, transportation system in. But if the land that they've got now is bigger than the land that they've got, now already yeah. so they're, they're more than doubling the size of what the hell are they thinking well they're, they're, they've got the to rings. be thinking big game of the thrones lord of the rings right 25 is hobbits so by the very nature of it unless they're going to turn us into hobbits and build the, the theme the area to scale so that we become the hobbits it's not that big, no, is it? You're, 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 you're taking a trip there. You'd have to be a hobbit. They're not turning you into a hobbit. You're visiting where the hobbits live. It's different. Yeah, yeah but visiting the ho- where the hobbits live, that's me as a big man walking around little houses. Well, there you go. That's so it's sh- like Gulliver's, that uh, Gulliver's Travels. It's shit. That's like Legoland Windsor or whatever. It's like Crinkly crap. Bottom. Yeah, it's like Crinkly. <laughs> oh. <But> if- <laughs> crinkly Bottom After Dark. 
But if you do it the other way round and turn us into hobbits, then everything would have to be bigger, wouldn't it? I think the biggest problem they've got, which is similar in a way to the Hollywood Park, because the Hollywood Park is literally a park that's split in two and separated by a bloody mountain, is the fact that these two parks are not connected. In between is a lot of private land, which they can't just build a monorail on. Um, I mean, there's also roads in the way. You can't just build monorails over public highways i mean it, it it's such a logistical nightmare to connect the two tram that's all of the question is how are they going to do that tram can tunnel <sighs> not in florida well, it'd have to be a tram wouldn't it i mean that's what they're going to do for the um that's what i think they've already got something going on now for all the new hotels they're building are they really? driverless yeah. buses well, something, it's not driverless, but it is, they have got something going on now between the hotels. But how are you going to manoeuvre millions of people? Mm. Hotel guests are one thing, but when you talk about, you know, the millions of people that turn up throughout the year, how are they going to move all those people? I think this is going to be another two theme parks, another five hotels, another water park, and a casino. Don't think Orlando has casinos, does it? Is it a camping um, state? Um, I think it. I think they do. Yeah, they just yeah. don't have any in Orlando. Right. Well, I say that I'm, I've driven to Tampa a few times, and there is a casino on that road. It's a hard, hard, um, hard rock. Hard rock. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, yeah. license for allowed then. Um, yeah, I mean. I think that's more interesting, but again, they've got to be careful what they choose. You know, we've joked for a long time about Game of Thrones being the third gate of Universal or being part of the third gate of Universal, but Game of Thrones is over in a year's time and will yeah. not be cared about in ten years' time. Yeah, but I don't want another bloody Harry Potter area. I didn't see it, but I, that's not the answer either. Jurassic World, that makes sense to me. Yeah. But it is kind of duplicating, though, isn't it? Jurassic World isn't the same as Jurassic Park, though. I know, but I I think unless you are a a fan, I don't think you could differentiate too much on those two, because to younger people, they don't really give a toss about Jurassic Park. Uh, Yes, they don't, but Jurassic World, they will do. And Nintendo Land's going to be poo. Wrong. No, right. One hundred percent right. I think that's why they've skimped on some of these recent projects is because all the money's going on Nintendo Land. I think there's executives sitting with their heads in the hands thinking, What the fuck have we bought the rights of this for? <laughs> I think I think what for me what's what's the struggle is to get my head around a whole land based on well computer games I'll tell you just, what just it, it, if, it, if it isn't done right it ends up looking like Seuss Landon which when it, when it was first opened probably looked great but it's like a whole cartoon land just does nothing for me you know I'll tell you what Paul right the thing yeah. is this is not necessarily actually I think the franchises is they're just not building good rides. Fast and Furious yeah. is, is... I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that franchise, but they could have done something like Radiator Springs, 
which is mm. genuinely a brilliant ride, or something like Test Track, and made it a really good. But look ride. at look at Pandora, right? The one thing that we've all said about Pandora, other than Craig, is that yeah. no one cares for for Avatar at the moment. That might change when the new Avatar films come out, but at this moment in time, people don't really care for Avatar. But no, they've they put in an attraction which has knocked it out of the park, and that's the reason why people are queuing up for four hours. It's not because they're massive fans of Avatar, it's because you yeah. make a decent attraction. Look, and the queues are going up. Well, when we went to... So, Craig, when we went to go on Kong, right? Do you remember, we went on Kong, and it was, well, I don't know, about 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. We went on Kong... Yeah. Walked through the queue, got off the ride, walked straight back on, and straight onto the ride again. Yeah. Straight through the queue, straight back on the ride. There was no wait time. And that was on a, an attraction which was less than a year old. Yeah. At that point in time. Or, or sorry, might have just been over a year old. But it's, it certainly wasn't an old attraction. And that was a walk-on. And yet, the Harry Potter attractions are, you know, still had you know, fairly long queues. And that's because people, you know, I really enjoyed it, but it doesn't have that re-rideability that a lot of the rides do. Yeah. I mean, like, for example, the rumour that I'm hearing is that the Jurassic World attraction will be where you're in one of those glass gyrospheres. Yeah. So it's, it's a two-seater, four-seater, whatever. And the glass that you're surrounded by is actually one giant screen around you. Yeah. So as you're physically moving... It's it's a bit like the Hogwarts Express, you know, like where the window is actually a screen. Mm-hmm. So as you're moving and your machine is reacting to physical like damage or whatever, you're then seeing that damage appear in front of you on the screen to make it look like you're actually being attacked by a T-Rex or whatever. Now, if they could do that, that would make me go and pay to see, you know, another park. That would get that would get me to go like on a three day ticket. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember in uh, God Rest? It's God Rest um, Disney Quest. There was a, a ride called Cyberspace Mountain. Yeah. Where you designed your own, mm. and uh, you designed your own roller coaster or ride, and then you went in these little booths, and it was it was like a ball that it, it could rotate three hundred sixty degrees. So everything would fall out your pockets, but if you could do that <laughs> with screens, that that would be amazing. I'm not sure how much of a people eater it would be, but um, but in terms of being a a different raid, an original raid, um, that would be great. Even mm. that, to be honest, Jurassic World would have worked as the same ride vehicle as Kong and Fast and Furious. It would have it would have worked well. Yeah. They could have done it up so you looked like you got into one of the trucks to go around Jurassic Park, and then they'd driven you around and you saw the screens and and all that kind of stuff. But they can't use that now because they've used it into attractions. They can't that, that, do that a third time. That is one of their biggest regrets because when they were building Kong, that's when Jurassic World came out, and it was this huge surprise hit. Yeah. And that uh, expansion pad that Kong was built on was the Jurassic Park expansion pad. Yeah. So in a way, you know, they kind of used up the pad that they was going to have that attraction. They built it too soon, effectively. Yeah, and they didn't even stop building on it when they'd sold the film rights. Yeah, that was the stupidest thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I know, I know the Kong in that 
in that ride vehicle, in that ride is the Peter Jackson Kong rather than the the legendary mm. version of Kong Skull that is now. Yeah, Kong. But, even though it's called Skull Island. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, um, you know that, that it's a completely missed opportunity. Mm. All right. right, we're going to call time on this episode, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I think so. Yeah, we've had a good. Um, I mean, freaking hell! It was only a, a half an hour ago we were talking to Luke in Universal Orlando itself, <laughs> and the clown car. How many? Why, how many podcasts location? get to do that? Huh? How many how many Universal podcasts have been on Fast and the Furious? Well, certainly none that come out in the next 24 hours, that's for sure. Uh, and how many Universal podcasts have been bigging up um, the, the shite away known as K-Tams, yeah? <laughs> well, don't slag off K-Tams, Nick, otherwise I'll come to blows with you. Did you know, did you know uh, Mr. Ripley, that if you say K-Tams uh, 25 times on a podcast... The K Towns monster comes after you. We're getting dangerously <laughs> close. I thought you'd ba- get a free Donna kebab and cod. You don't do Donna kebabs. <laughs> you don't, kebab. don't be stupid, Ripley. Don't do Donna kebabs. It's a Chinese fish and chip shop. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Or pizza. You don't do pizza either. I mean, chow mein and, and haddock, please. But if you you've say, never lived uh, until you have a deep fried pizza, pizza supper. Oh Too yeah, fried. here we go. Yeah. So just say K-Tams once more and uh, you get a battered sausage. <laughs> I've, yeah, Craig threatened me with that in Orlando, so I'm definitely not going to say that again. Yeah, you go in and your sausage if you like. <laughs> so uh, go and like us, look for us on Twitter, uh, go to the Facebook group, subscribe to us, leave us some reviews. There's actually a contest on the Universal After Dark Facebook group mm. where you can win a coin from Halloween Horror Nights 18, I think it is. Yep. 1998. I can't remember. <laughs> I, just, I just know I've got it. <laughs> okay. I might have won it off another podcast, a Universal-based podcast. And now oh, we I'm don't give... recommend any of them. So it's got a case on it. So now I'm recommending... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get it, one of our hapless listeners to win it, to pass on the case. It's like the film It Follows, which should be a Halloween holiday. Oh, every episode. Yeah. Sorry. I'm backing out the room. So stay tuned, and we'll be back next week. Oh, and also um, check out the the YouTube channel because um, Luke has put up some videos of uh, Fast and Furious, and also um, hanging out at Boston for a birthday. So um, yeah, go and, go and check those out as well. Boston is on a bender. Bloodshot Boston is coming out because yeah. every time I see her, she's got a beer in her hand. Well, there's our episode title. Cheers, Craig. <laughs> You're welcome. And, and can I just say, Luke's videos are brilliant. And how many views is he getting? It's amazing. Oh, he's smashing it, mate. Isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. That one with his sister-in-law on in uh, Volcano Bay is breaking all records. It's unbelievable. I told him he's the new Tim Tracker. Yeah. Well, he's trying to grow a muzzy now. Well, give him a few weeks. <laughs> years. Give him a few years. <laughs> we should do an episode about water parks one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Never catch on. Forget it. So I'll, I'll keep I'll keep saying that Mr. Biffo's going to come on. He's going to come on 
but oh. I've I've I delayed him because we're supposed to be doing water parts this week, and and lo and behold, well, Fast and Furious happened. So there you go. Yeah. So cue the music. I'm not Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> hey, Kate, on this chicken's robbery. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, Sue's going to kill you. <laughs> Sue's going to kill you. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? <laughs> well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for your continued support. Dark Podcast Network. Oh.